Graffiti is an Italian word. It means little scratches, as in the way many people used to leave their mark. These days, it's spray paint. And in Germany, where it's a big problem, the cost of cleaning up the graffiti, just along the nation's railroad tracks, runs about $10 million a year. That's according to Germany's national railway, Deutsche Bahn. It reports that it had 14,000 incidents of graffiti last year alone. Deutsche Bahn says they're not going to take it anymore. They're going to deploy anti-graffiti drones. Kimo Quaintance teaches international relations at the University of the German Armed Forces in Munich. So what do we know about what kind of drones the railway plans to use? Well, Deutsche Bahn is, uh, they, they seem to have purchased some mid-level consumer drones that uh, they cost about 60,000 euro apiece. And these are drones that could fly for about 90 minutes, uh, take photographs or have camera views with uh, normal cameras or infrared cameras. The idea being that they would spot people who are coming into the train yards to tag trains or to, to write on walls. These are not high-level uh, military drones like you'd find in Iraq. Um, so, you know, much more this emerging consumer-level drone. How have Germans reacted to the anti-graffiti drones? Is there already concern that these drones will be looking for stuff other than graffiti? Yeah, there's always there's always a lot of skepticism in Germany whenever the state takes on more power to uh, to you know, operate any kind of surveillance platform or to observe people. And the fear, I think, for most Germans isn't that, uh, you know, this system would be abused at the beginning, but that if it becomes effective and more technology creeps in, you, you have this this incremental effect where, all right, we can use it now to to spot people. Now could we match it to a photo database or you know, could you sort of get this creeping incrementalism that uh, increases the capability of the surveillance powers of the state? I mean, drones and surveillance cameras are increasingly becoming a, a fact of life here in the U.S. Do, yeah. do you think these uh, anti-graffiti drones in Germany indicate that Germany's on the same path? No, Germany's going to follow a different path because the privacy laws are far more restrictive because there's almost nowhere there, there, there's hardly anywhere for anyone to fly the drones legally. Uh, you know, anytime you'd have a camera that would look at a private property or could see someone walking down the street, that could be considered an invasion of privacy. I gather you offer a course or offered a course on how to build cheap surveillance drones? No, what I, what I offered is I offered an international politics course that was focused on the democratization of technology. And as part of that course, what I had my students do as a class project is I had them develop and build a drone that would be able to fly autonomously and hack into Wi-Fi networks. Part of the lesson for them was to realize how accessible this technology is um, and how easy it is to do things that just a few years ago were very James Bond high tech. That sounds like a rather subversive course. So were you actually allowed to teach it? A lot of these things I, I go I go by the principle of, you know, it's better to ask for, for you know, beg for forgiveness than ask for permission. So <laughs> I taught them lock picking. Uh, you know, we did all sorts really? of things that oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because I want them to have this view of systems um, that they don't cherish a system just because someone says it's secure, that they can really start to get their heads around it the way that hackers do. My view is that this is an area that's evolving so quickly and is going to become so central to the, our discussions about warfare or civil liberties that you really need to have students get their hands on it so that they can start to ask their own questions based on their own experience of developing these capabilities themselves. Kimo Quaintance teaches international relations at the University of the German Armed Forces in Munich. Thanks for speaking with us, Kimo. Great. Thank you, Marco.